This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.43 and it's somewhat correlated, I think, for today on Twitter... We're talking about making adjustments at work and at school for people with depression. So this comes from a tweet by Cameron Mozafari, who's a senior lecturer at Cornell University. Um, And I'm just going to read the tweet. Accommodating depression. A student struggling with major depression fell off the face of the earth a few weeks. uh, For a few weeks, they resurfaced and asked if they could make up the work they missed. I said, of course, they were confused and asked, will I get points marked off? If my depressed student could do the work, I imagine they would. They, however, couldn't because their brain blocked them from being able to do much of anything. Will they always be like this? Maybe. I don't know. Will I still accommodate? Yes. Why not? There's this commonplace argument that college is supposed to prepare students for the real world and teaching technical and professional communication really hammers that point. But here's the thing. This is also the real world. Student is really depressed. For real. So, in summary then, a student failed to do work for a few weeks due to depression and then managed to make it up without any penalization. And that was an accommodation that was made for their mental uh, their mental health. So I think the question then is, is this applicable across the board or is this something that would be fair for, for everybody, um, particularly in a teamwork setting? And I think that um, while we're talking about this in an American university context, it's quite clear that you can bring this and localise this anywhere um, in universities as well as in workplaces. So if we look at the conversation that's resulted from this, a fair amount of people um, agreed and in fact shared their personal experiences with depression. So Katie Sweet says, my philosophy is if a student is willing to do the work, I'll grade it. I don't deduct late points. It's not about the grade, it's about whether they learn something. Um, Meanwhile, Dr. Megan J. Clark says, fellow college profs, mental health struggles should be treated the same as if a student had surgery or other physical illness. It is so hard for students to come to us and share that they are struggling. Don't ever make them regret asking for help. Well, there's a student, uh, Tom, saying, this is so crucial. The anxiety of what the lecturer might say when I return to classes made me stay awake weeks longer. But when they were simply kind and compassionate, it made a world of difference. Uh, Brooks Brooks says, I absolutely love this. Deadlines are arbitrary and don't measure learning. Give adult students the power to determine when they submit work, uh, whether they're struggling with mental health issues, have a family crisis, or simply chose to prioritize something else in life. Okay, before we move on to the rest of the tweets, let's talk about this idea of a deadline. So for me personally, um, adhering to a deadline was one of the most important things I learned in uh, college and university when when learning started to become more independent um, alongside critical thinking and, and the like. Deadlines, meeting deadlines and having serious repercussions when deadlines were not met. Um, all of that was something that was very critical to my learning. So I have mixed feelings, I have to say, about this. I think deadlines teach you discipline. I think deadlines are going to be a reality when you start working. Um, So I don't think, I'm not sure that I agree necessarily that deadlines are pointless or arbitrary. However, I am a big supporter of treating mental health conditions um, and things like depression the same way we would treat physical ailments and physical issues. So if a deadline is movable, if you 
were unwell physically, why shouldn't it be movable when you're unwell um, or facing mental health challenges? So that's where I land. I agree with that. I, I, there were tweets, however, that I saw that basically said, I don't have any deadlines, mm. that um, students can submit anything whenever they want. And, you know, basically they work to their timing. And I, I can see how that is very accommodating. But yeah, um, that that's kind of ignoring the fact that deadlines in and of themselves also teach you valuable lessons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and in actually, the, the sort of the most hardline opposition to this entire premise is coming from, for example, um, we have a tweet from Kaiser Lee, uh, who says, I think accommodating these students is fine, but we all need to be honest. The world will not accommodate them. Academics won't accommodate illness or depression in tenure track or untenured faculty, much less students. And I think a lot of the people disagreeing with the original tweet are coming at it from this, like, okay, sure, this is all very nice of you, but this is not how it works in the real world. You can't not show up to work for weeks and then expect that nothing is changed. Um, You can't not submit work uh, once you enter the real world and expect that no one will penalise you, which I think is a practical, pragmatic take. But again, I go back to the, well, what if the person had a physical um, issue? We would perhaps be quite understanding, at least with that. I don't think so. So I, I think that the if you extended this conversation, right, that there are lots of workplaces that aren't understanding mm, of actually, physical that's issues. Fair, yeah. yeah. So We talked about this even with uh, long COVID, yeah, for instance. I was thinking actually of chronic illnesses and how at a certain point, um, how many days can you take off for necessary treatment for long-term illness? And so, you know, it the truth is that the world is unbearably harsh, but I think oh, wow. that <laughs> I think that what um, the the supporters of this tweet were trying to to accomplish or say was that they wanted to pay things forward and hope that they would create more students and more people who joined the workplace who were therefore more empathetic and who would pay it forward too. Now, whether that is actually going to change a system that is uh, not accommodating to that, I think is quite another matter. Uh, Because, for example, there is, let's see, um, this from Dr. Red Bison, who says, My dad died as I was finishing my PhD. I fell into untreatable depression. My advisor berated me for allowing my personal feelings to slow my work. Um, Academics is cold, hard, unforgiving, buck up or get out. That's what I was told. I vowed to never pass on this socially transmitted disease to my students. Oh, socially transmitted disease. Um, Honestly, I know a friend who went through a very similar experience um, in academics as well um, uh, in in a master's program and lost a parent and then was told, yeah, but you know, these these things are due. So this is the problem with deadlines. This is the (laughs) other side of deadlines. Um, Anyway, we'd like to hear from you. So the original tweet was basically of a senior lecturer who had a student who was depressed, didn't show up for a number of weeks. And when they did, um, he just allowed them to continue doing their work, didn't deduct late marks and said, this is an accommodation you have to make for people who have depression. We'd like to hear from you. um, Should these types of accommodations be made. Do you think that this works or would translate here in Malaysia? Do you think adhering to deadlines strictly is important? Uh, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bringing fresh meaning. BFM eighty nine point nine. BFM 89.9, it is 5.54. That was the Beach Boys with All I Want to Do. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And uh, we've been talking today about bullying in the workplace. And then after that, 
depression, um, really, and making accommodations or adjustments for it in either the school setting or the workplace setting. And we were asking you, uh, basically, it's, it's kind of a complicated question, really, about whether or not or whether this level of accommodation um, made for people with depression can actually translate here uh, or translate across the board in different schools, different workplaces? And also, do you think deadlines are important? Just a side question. Um, And then earlier, we were also asking you uh, if you have thoughts or instances of workplace bullying to share. Uh, Let's first look at the issue of depression. So we have um, Roberto uh, coming at it from a, a personal point of view and, you know, obviously working at a university. So Roberto says, I work at a university and when a student with depression comes to look for me, I do two things. First, I'll give them the required extension to submit, but I also advise them to go and see a counsellor with professionals at the university itself. If they look for the counselling session, no deduction of marks, no consulting, then slight deduction of marks. There are consequences in life even when suffering from depression. They need to learn also to look for support. I quite like that, I must say. I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about the deducting of marks, but holding the student accountable um, to manage their condition and offering and, and directing them towards, hopefully, free services. There's no other way for accountability, yeah. though, in this context, Correct. right? So Aside I, I from think this, this might be the best of both worlds in some ways. Mm. Um, Shamil says, hey, that's unfair. Unless you're clinically depressed with a doctor or a psych's note, assignments and exams have to be submitted on time. At the risk of sounding like a poop, too many <laughs> It's, uh, too many people cite depression or stress as an excuse. I roll. Well, okay, I'm going to answer that with a message from Anil and then a, a further point. So for Anil says, insurance doesn't cover depression. Um, and the point I'm trying to make is, yes, it's all well and good to say you need a doctor or a psychiatrist's note. But these services are not always affordable. They're not always accessible. Um, if you go to the public system, they're often overloaded and you have to wait for a really long time. And a lot of mental health conditions are not one-offs. They are things that continually reoccur and therefore needing to get a note every single time is also not the easiest thing to do. Uh, If I can add, I I think the other thing is also that sometimes people don't know that they're depressed. Yes. Uh, I mean, and this is something you hear a lot from people who then go on to, to, um, you know, be get these exact notes. But later, um, in the moment, there could just be an overwhelming sense of hopelessness and dread and you can't leave the house or your bed. And and I understand, I do get that this is the real world that we're talking about. We keep saying real world, right? But um, that, that this is the real world that we're talking about and that the people that you are dealing with outside of your personal life will need more information about what's going on with you in order to be able to make the best decision at that point in time. I understand all of that. Um, I just think that maybe expecting people to to compute in the moment that, hmm, I'm feeling blue today. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, maybe it's been happening for two weeks. You know what I'm going to do? I need to do this. I, I think all of that is um, is a big ask for a depressed brain. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Aaron says, accommodation is a sign of kindness. Yes, everyone goes through huge troubles. Some are stuck with long-term diseases, but kindness is so often taken advantage of. Depression cannot be healed by lack of discipline. Excessive accommodation that condones more self-indulgent lifestyles will probably do more harm to rebuilding self-esteem. Just my two cents. Aaron, you took us on a journey. I know. <laughs> that first sentence, I thought we were going in a particular direction. No, it, we did not. Uh, so I, I think that there is, um, th- there are points being made there and it's interesting. I don't know if I would call this a self-indulgent lifestyle, I guess. Um, or, or it's important to make a distinction between 
I mean, we're circling the idea of lazy, right? I mean, let's call it what it is. It's yeah. sh- like Shamil said, right? Basically, the worry here is if we make these kind of accommodations, what about those people who are going to lie or exploit this mm. and just be lazy or not submit their work? Yeah, then, you know, the other part of it is is whether kindness is a finite thing that runs out. You know, mm. like, I, I just think that there could be... I don't know personally if I were working as a lecturer in this context if I would have done what uh, Cameron did. Hmm. Truth be told, I, I don't know if I would be exactly that loose. I think that I would do my best to be kind and to f- find ways for accommodation within the class that I teach. I don't know, though, that my level of work would be the same. I go back to Roberto's suggestion, which seems to me like a workable one. I also remember that back when I was in university, um, actually getting an extension on a deadline wasn't impossible. You just needed to ask for it. You needed to send in an email and explain why you needed it. Most lecturers were actually fine as long as you had a reasonable excuse. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I actually really don't know how to do this in a way uh, that is both fair to everyone else taking the course and to the lecturer, but also being kind. And I think being kind is important. Uh, As well as teaching things that um, rules can teach. You know, Danny, for example, says discipline is important to help prepare the student for the writing world. While missing the odd deadline here and there shouldn't be a big deal, especially with verified substantive reasons. And there is uh, exactly the push and pull that we're talking about. Keep those thoughts coming. Um, what do you make of accommodations being made for people with depression, including, you know, missing deadlines and the like? You can call us, you can WhatsApp and tweet us um, after the six o'clock news today on Insight Story. It's our next episode of Why I Vote. Today, we're talking about people who don't agree with their family and friends' political views and vote differently. If that is you, we want to hear from you. Um, we'll be back after the six o'clock news, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.